Hello and welcome back to another episode of TNT with your girl G, where on this podcast we talk about life, what we've been through, what we're currently going through and what we're looking forward to. Um, yes, we basically just talk a little bit about everything. Um, and today I'm just going to address the fact that I sound a little bit different. <laughs> Both of us do actually. Mm. I am joined today w- with... Jolie um I'll let her introduce herself in a second but yeah basically we both have been ill like I've been ill for the last week I don't know if anyone else is struggling with just sickness do you know what I mean like I yeah at the minute and and it's cold like the temperature has dropped but anyway I am joined with Jolie Jolie who are you and how do you know me I'm Jolie (laughs) oh yeah Jolie Um, Jolie who are you yeah, I'm George's sister, so I've known her for 21 years, almost 22 years yeah, on yeah. Thursday. Um, and who am I? I'm a child of the king. No, <laughs> I am, but um, I am, like I said, 21, soon to be 22. I am one of, the second of five. Second of five. I love music sing and songwrite that's my passion that's my dream that's where I want to get to but currently I'm doing like digital marketing digital design kind of stuff yeah um I like creative I love nature and the yeah. sea and she loves like clouds animals. I'm oh really weird like um whenever I'm with my fiance and I see clouds and stuff like get really excited about them like the sunset and like the kind of clouds that there are and st- I sound really weird no, I am obsessed but I really really obsess over it and he's like oh my gosh he, he kind of smiles and I'm like yeah I know I win <laughs> no, but I yeah that's me and um, I was thinking actually what is something that we obviously we're sisters what is something that we have in common and then something that we're like completely opposites in because I was trying to think and I was thinking what is something I'd say we're opposite in terms of like. <laughs> I want to know where you're going. I don't know. In t- one, okay, fashion sense, um, and although we have similar fashion sense, like what we wear is quite different. Okay. Um, or like our love for shopping. Yeah, I love shopping. Jolie. See, I like shopping, but I go no, in and get my don't. things and I'm out. They want to be there. When I say they, I mean Georgia and my other sister, Alicia. They want to be there in there for hours and hours, looking at things, picking up 10 items, going into because the changing room, shopping. trying them on and never buying one of the things. No, I do. I mentally like take a picture and I'm like, okay, if I still like it in six no. months time, then I'll buy it. Like I have to like know that. No, anyway. they get annoyed at me because I go in and I'm like, that's, that's 40 pounds. What, why are you going to get that? So yeah, I just usually sit outside the shop while they go in. What's one thing we're really like? Oh gosh, there's so many things. Uh, yeah. I feel like we have the same sense of humour. Yes. Like, and <laughs> which like, is good and bad. As sisters, <laughs> like sometimes you can just give each other that look. I don't know if anyone else has that, but you just look. There's no like communication apart from just non-verbal, the like the eye contact and that's it. Like you're done, you're finished. You know exactly what they're, they're saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> moving on into what we're actually <laughs> gonna be talking about, a little like warmer. Um, yeah, as you can probably read by the title, we are gonna be talking about um, eating disorders and our 
battles with that and actually how we've overcome that um and i'm just yeah putting a trigger warning out there i know this is um quite a deep topic um and i just i want you guys to have discernment as to whether this is something you need to hear right now um and like totally understand if you need to you know sign out and listen at another time um but if you do want to listen then thank you and i just pray that this blesses you um so yeah we're talking about our journey with um our relationship with food um and so i guess like starting from the beginning um how okay when was the first time that you like you you'll you if you address it and then i'll go when was the first time that you like started to notice that you had an unhealthy relationship with food um and yeah so i'd say from like a young age i'm not one of those people who's like oh yeah food i like it i eat it to live i'm one of those people who loves food like when you look back at pictures of me when i'm a child or something i'm always eating probably or like um just yeah i've always loved food and yeah so that's always just been part of me and there's been like struggles in the past with sort of i don't know greed or glutton but this is something different what happened with my sort of journey and like struggle mm. with food um and my relationship with food i think i sort of realized like fully realized it after it played out a bit because when it first started so i was working at sainsbury's as a online shopper and um obviously we had a discount so i was then like using that discount like massively but because as an online shopper you're doing like twenty thousand steps a day you don't really see it and mm. also i'd sort of hide it from everybody else um, sort of like what I was buying or the amount that I was buying um, and so I'd say it probably started in about the end of 2020 yeah beginning of 2021 that's when I realized well I didn't realize at that point the point I probably realized was like in 2021 definitely yeah was when I started to realize that I had had an issue with food and how did it affect you what how did my relationship with food affect yeah well i think um i'd always struggled with sort of body dysmorphia from a young age because now looking back when i used to see pictures of myself and think i was like so fat or gross and stuff like that i look back and think what the heck was i thinking to now like obviously struggling with a result of what I went through now having to like pull back with mm. my health and stuff but um I think what was the question again what was how the did, effects yeah how, yeah how did it affect you um it definitely affected my confidence my just general mental health um just everything really affected everything mm-hmm. um because I just my life was a bit of a mess that's why I got into that pattern as well not the food wasn't a result of like the food wasn't the cause of my mental health my mental health made sort of that sort of happen so yeah yeah. 
how about you so for me i think from like a young age literally to the point of like going to school like being four i've i've always had an unhealthy relationship with food but not necessarily from a mental point of view from the young age so when i was four or you know at primary school i was just such a fussy eater so i just for me it was i ate to live I didn't live to eat so like now very much i like live to eat food i think about it morning like you know when your day evolves around food that's me yeah now but when i was younger like it wasn't like that i genuinely like ate to survive like that was my only reason for eating mm -hmm. and i think um when jolie was born that really helped because i saw somebody else that was eating so like my parents were like it, it encouraged me to then eat um but it wasn't yeah I, I just did i didn't enjoy sandwiches i would like pick all the fat off my bacon like i was just i was just one of those like just fussy eater but then it then developed into a sense of in um high not high school i'd say sixth form so like um i don't know 17 18 19 into an unhealthy relationship with control so i would use um my uh like eating as a sense of control because at that point in my life like i just didn't have control on anything else so mm -hmm. food was the only thing that i had control on so i and i had again like jolie i had really bad body dysmorphia to the point that people would be like oh gee like you look so good like you're so skinny like you have a thigh gap and i just was like what like i i just looked at the mirror and was like i'm disgusting like and i didn't see all these things that what god says about me but i didn't see them and yeah that was a challenge and i think yeah that just then affected my image of myself like i didn't understand why people were saying these things and it was a flip side because all of my friends wanted to be skinny like me and i didn't want to be me <laughs> i didn't want to be georgia mm -hmm. and my mom was then on the other hand like worried about me concerned like georgia are you eating like i don't understand like you're so skinny and then so it was like this constant battle of like what am i like what should i be <laughs> um and yeah and then yeah because i'd suppressed my appetite for so long then when i tried to eat like i just i wasn't hungry <laughs> um yeah yeah i think that thing of control was very similar with me because yeah. it was in a place in my life where everything was out of control and the one thing that i could control was what i consumed when i consumed and i could have as much as i want and no mm. one could tell me mm. otherwise stuff like that yeah i think that was and what do you think was the um root like of like what what, what caused yeah, me to get to yeah. that so again i think it was mental health and like a, 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 a um series of events over the years that led up to it so for example i went through a really difficult like time with my physical health as you know mm. when I was diagnosed with endometriosis yeah. and the treatment that I went through for that a lot of it was hormonal so that then affected my brain and just everything um and that was really difficult also dealing with the fact of how bad is my endometriosis would I ever be able to have children um yeah. I went through and at that time i went through some really difficult time yeah, at you school. were 16 like yeah you were 16 doing your gcse's yeah. having a major surgery like yeah. 
like let's take a minute to appreciate <laughs> like yeah. that wasn't easy no it wasn't and at the same time i was going through some like horrific bullying issues at school and i never when i was at that age i never would have wanted to say i was bullied but at that point i just i there wasn't I've always been one to fight back for myself and like, you mm. know, we, work, we don't take any like, nope. well, any nonsense. <laughs> but because I was so physically drained, mentally drained, I just gave up. Yeah. And it was about the health stuff. And so that was difficult. Um, and then um, dad, our dad getting cancer, um, that was really difficult again because it was fully out of our control mm-hmm. out of my control um i was also meant to be getting so i knew i was going to be getting married at some point soon but m- m- because i was in such a bad place with my health and just everything um that was stressing me out so there were several things work i just felt music um i'd had a difficult time at college um and just there were so many things that were weighing down on me. It was just so overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And that's sort of what triggered it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of had a bit of a rebellious thing about me because I always knew that I loved food and it could get out of control, but I sort of was like... And I got to this point of... There was people when I was younger who used to joke about my weight or things like that. And I'd got to this point of like, do you know what? If I'm fat, then I'm going to be fat kind yeah. of thing. And, um, yeah, no. but it, I took it to the, like, not, not, not like that. Cause I didn't want to be fat, but I was just, you're giving me to... a label. Yeah. So like, so, let me fit into that, that yeah. box that you're putting me in. You're yeah. constantly saying I'm this. So maybe I am that. Like yeah. well, I'm, I'm confused. So I just, I just knew that I, so in my head I was fat. So it was no different. Yeah. So, what happened was so again like i was saying i was at sainsbury's and i was buying lots but so when i was online i was still having really struggles with my health so they put me on tills yeah and for the last couple of months before i changed my role and then that's when everyone saw i think started to see okay there's an issue here because that food that i'd been consuming and was still consuming at the rate that i was to control my life you then started to see the change because I wasn't doing 20,000 steps a day. I was mm. sitting at a till and like in a very short amount of time, I gained a huge amount of weight. And I think that's when people started to become concerned. And when I say, when I talk about my issue with food, it wasn't just overeating. It was the way I would do it. So it was like binge eating. So mm. whenever I'd feel low or whenever I'd feel angry or like I couldn't control a situation, I'd go to the shops, buy a load of things, eat till I felt sick and then felt oh, terrible about myself and would cry and then would want to just like start all over again. And then each t- each time that would happen. So I wouldn't eat normal food normally. Like I'd have meals with my mm. family. I'd But when I got to a state of like, I don't like how I'm feeling. I can't control how I was feeling, which was probably every day because at that point I was not really doing very well mentally. I would then, and it was at night usually, most mm. of the time it was at night. That's when, like, when you know that something's wrong is usually when you're hiding something or yeah. doing things in night or at, in secret. So I don't go out because I had a car. I drive go buy a load of stuff from Tesco's or Sainsbury's or whatever, or McDonald's somewhere where you can get quick yeah. cheap food. Yeah. And then I'd stash and then, yeah, I'd just feel terrible after, like just horrible. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. For me, um, oh, these are, these are like. <laughs> By the way, I'm the emotional sister, so like it doesn't take much to like make me cry. Like I've said many times in my videos, like a good advert, a good film, like. Oh, we're all quite emotional but you are very very <laughs> emotional i'm the most emotional but yeah so for me and it's also like you know this is a very vulnerable topic that we're sharing so this mm. is my baby sister yeah you know so i'm hearing these things and i'm like <laughs> um you know even though jesus is conquered amen but it's still like hearing it so you know but we're doing this because in the hope that to help people. to help yeah, you know yeah. um so anyway back to me so the root for me it's actually quite mad because um i like i said it was control so um at that time like i shared in my testimony um there was a lot that was going on in the sense of just my identity um my relationship with my parents wasn't great at the time because i was just um <laughs> I was just, I didn't really, like, it was really difficult because I didn't care, like, what people thought about me, but I cared so much. So it's really weird because I cared so much about my parents. I didn't want to disappoint them. And I cared what my sisters thought because I knew they were looking after me. But I was like, I'm so, I'm such a bad example that what's the point? So then, like, I kind of gave up, if that makes sense. Um, and for me the whole um not eating so it would be like i would throw my lunch away like i would get my mum would make me lunch and i would literally throw it all away and um like again like i said i just didn't have an appetite because i had suppressed it all um but also on the flip side like i was struggling so much with my depression and who i was that it was almost a cry for help and attention so i knew that so we're from a big family and like my parents have a lot of love of course they do but they've got to share it with everyone and so it was a case for me to be like i need you to see that i'm struggling right now mum. i need you to see that i'm not okay but i don't know how to verbalize it i don't know how to say that i'm getting to like the end like i don't know how much more i can take but i didn't have the words to say it so it would come out in ways of my eating so there and it would come out in ways that yeah like i wouldn't eat so my mum would be really worried about me and even like the girls would be concerned and like my grandparents like everyone would be concerned because i was so skinny like literally you could see my ribs um but then on the other side like i had people telling me like oh you're so and i don't think they were saying it to me like in a sense of like um that i think they genuinely just thought i was beautiful and they were just being loving and stuff but for me because i just didn't have security and stuff so i was so confused because i was like but i don't feel beautiful so how, how do i look beautiful like how i don't get it and so yeah it was um tough <laughs> um and yeah but it didn't end there it didn't end there so that's great um and okay i guess the next thing would be like was it a clean break from our um unhealthy eating habits or was it a journey how was it for you uh, no, for me, it was definitely a journey. I think it was 
realizing so i got to a breaking point with just everything not just the eating stuff but i got to a point where i was just very angry all the time and um i knew i needed help um and like you guys knew i needed help mm -hmm. and i just said to my dad look i really need help i need mental help yeah um so then my dad um he found somebody that i could start speaking to like a therapist kind of person and um that's when i started to really work through some of my issues that i was going through and like process things and um i also at the time like a couple of months after getting my um uh, therapist i also started seeing mary from our church mary, who's my mentor mary. my <laughs> surrogate mother mary oh i love her so much um and we just started going through just the bible not that i hadn't been through it before but as in we just started looking through it just at the lens of what it is to be a godly woman um and i just started yeah seeking god through it but yeah it, it wasn't a it definitely wasn't a clean break mm. um because there would be times where i'd feel low and then i'd feel that urge to yeah. just but to to indulge um and sometimes i gave into that and other times i was stronger but it was something that i didn't i couldn't do by myself either i had to let my fiance know i had to let my family know that look, this is something I'm struggling with and I need help. So it was definitely something that I didn't do alone um, because it it got to the point where I just couldn't conquer it alone. Um, mm. But yeah, so yeah, it wasn't a clean break, no. Yeah. Um, How about you? <clears throat> for me, again, no, it was a journey. Um, and it wasn't, I think for me, I never really identified that I had an issue with eating until a lot later in life. Like probably in the last like couple of years is when I've noticed it looking back, which is kind of like scary because you're like, wow, like um, <clears throat> just realizing that you were in that place um and like seeing that it was a massive cry for help but yeah so basically what happened to me god god is so kind i just want to say that god is so so kind and basically he took me to university to a different place he took me out of my surroundings and it was really scary because that was a big thing for me like i'm didn't like change um and it was a thing again like i said like i ate to survive i ate to live and I went to university with a friend from school, Zara, big up Zara, love you girl. And um, I wasn't very independent. So I kind of was a very much like a sheep. So I like followed Zara around very much first year. Um, but she was a great example because she loved food. And so we went to a university that they provided food for us. And even though uh, the ref, it wasn't great, but it was that responsibility, like I didn't have to cook. Cause if I'd cooked for myself, like I probably wouldn't have eaten the best things. I probably wouldn't have, you know, I probably, I just, it wouldn't have been healthy. Whereas we had to have these meals. So like Zara and I would go and get food together and it would just encourage me to eat and try things and actually fall in love with food because I actually liked it. Like I enjoyed eating, like it was a pleasurable experience. It wasn't like, oh, I just have to eat because otherwise I'm gonna die. Like it was actually like, oh wait, I'm actually enjoying this. Um, 
and yeah it's like i'm not gonna sit here and say like oh yeah after that it like magically went no like there are things that tr like trigger me and so like whenever it would be like going to the gym um and doing different like diets like the keto diet so different things that i'd look into like they would be massive triggers for me so i would instantly go back into that cycle of oh my gosh like i'm losing weight like and it would be a familiar feeling that was unhealthy um or even like i'm going to be really real with you like fasting like in the bible it talks about fasting and like fasting for you know 40 days and 40 nights and jesus fasted food and for me at that time like fasting food was not healthy for me because it then triggered that thing of oh like i'm oh my gosh like i'm losing weight like this is great this is what the world says is good like and it wasn't for god so the, the whole point of doing it was ridiculous so i had to like not and yeah but but basically the whole root of my issue was my identity um and the only and then that's how i broke it like that is how i overcame so yeah the next question is kind of like how did we overcame overcome like our eating disorders and for me like it was jesus it was knowing like who i am it was knowing that i am a beautiful woman of god i am beautiful and like looking in the mirror and being like oh my gosh like yeah go girl like i love me like i love my curves i love everything about me but also like i love food like i love food <laughs> like god just really like did a miracle because yeah it wasn't until i surrendered everything and said like god like i'm so broken i need you and then he just came in filled me up and just gave me everything i needed more um and just yeah kind of brought me to today and yeah i'm not gonna say it's always easy like for me as well i'm like i i need to go to the gym because this girl's getting married soon but it's not in an unhealthy way it's in a way that do you know what i just want to tone i just want to feel good when i'm in my bridesmaid dress you know <laughs> um but it's all glory to god but yeah, yeah. what about you sorry no, no, <laughs> chat, chat. um for me um how i overcame it yeah. again is all glory to god Amen. because without him i wouldn't have done it it was being in total surrender to him and also being like do you know what i cannot control anything and giving him full control because when he's in control of everything everything is good like everything even though I may feel a mess like it takes a burden off me it takes every weight off me because I know that he's in control and he's got it mm. and no matter if I'm struggling with my health if I'm struggling with this if I'm God's working everything out for his glory and for yeah. the good of those who love him amen and I love the God I serve and amen. I know he's working um for um my good um and yeah so it was all because of god um that i overcame it through just being on a journey and taking it step by step yeah knowing that you know some days may be bad some days may be good but um yeah just taking it step by step and trying to overcome it um and on like a practical level again just like speaking to people when I'm feeling those, when I was feeling those urges when I was feeling times that was really difficult just speaking about it or not allowing things to be in the cupboards that I knew I would easily binge on um 
and I'm not gonna lie, like obviously I've I've got to a much better place with my eating and stuff, um, but I also am now, um, dealing with the repercussions of what happened in terms of I gained probably about five stone, um, being really real and um. I've overcome it mentally, but physically, I still have a lot of work to do. Um, I probably damaged my body a lot in that time, so I'm trying to, like, repair things and not do it in an unhealthy way. I don't want to go the other way where I'm, like, counting calories, yeah. being really controlling over what I'm eating, because I love food. We just love like food. <laughs> um, but just not being greedy and doing it healthily. And, um, yeah, so... Yeah, and I'm not on about, like, losing loads of weight in a short amount of time. I just want to be healthy and have mm. a relationship, healthy relationship with my body and with my food and treat my body as a temple because that's what we are instructed to do. Um, so I'm still on this journey. Um, I feel like it's one that you'll constantly be on if you've struggled with things because there are always going to be triggers. Yeah. There's always going to be things that come up. Um, but, yeah... I just want to say, if there's anybody who knows me or knows of me or knows us, um, and if you're struggling with anything like what we've talked about today, obviously we've gone through like a similar thing, but at the opposite ends of the spectrum, mm. I personally would be happy to speak to you about it or pray with you about it. Or 100%. if you have any questions on like anything, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Um, yeah. And that, you know, we're with you and we're praying for you. But yeah, the only, the only, only, only way that you will overcome it is with Jesus and with God. Because when we give everything to him, he just takes control and um, does beyond what we could ever imagine. Um, and I've never thought I would be here talking about it because it was something that... Even talking about my weight, like how much I gained and stuff, it was such a hard thing for me to do. Um, and I'm just so grateful to God for bringing me here and on this journey. Um, and yeah, I just want to be able to help anyone who, mm. who's struggling because it is something that's not really talked about much. No, not at all. Um, and I, I reckon there are a lot of people struggling because, um, the world's standards are very, very difficult to attain yeah. and to live by and that's not the standards we should be living by that's we not the standard living... god says exactly period so if there's anybody with, who is struggling with trying to live by the world's standards we are happy to talk to you we're honestly happy to we're, you. Yeah, we're happy to break those standards yeah. um but also i just want to like echo what jolie said like it is step by step mm. like it's not a quick fix like it doesn't happen overnight and if it does wow like that is a miracle. Yeah. But yeah. I just want to like, yeah, encourage you that it is small steps. And sometimes we pick things back up again. Like I said, like there are triggers. There are days that I don't feel good. But the important thing is I have people that I'm accountable to. Like mm. I have my sisters. I have my cousins. I have close friends that I know and trust and love. And know that if I send them a text saying, hey, I'm not feeling too great. Can you pray for me? Hey, that's it. Like, a simple message is all I need. And I know that they are on their knees praying for me, lifting me up, because that is the kind of people they are. So I would just encourage you as well to get around people that love you, that support you, that can encourage you in this, because life is not easy. Like Jolie said, like, the standards that the world set are unattainable, but the standards that God set are achievable because he pours his Holy Spirit in and gives us 
as we give to him, as we surrender everything to him, he fills us with love, with joy, with peace, with kindness, like all of the most amazing things you could ever imagine, like he gives us. Our sacrifice is nothing compared to what he gives us. And yet it may seem like huge in the moment or huge right now to think I've got to give up this, I've got to give up the control, but you will feel such a sense of relief and freedom and lightness when you give everything over to him you'll realize there was no point holding all of that yeah i i cannot explain the feeling that you feel like yeah it's just freedom it's freedom change just released um so yeah um i feel like that rounds it up i actually want to pray because like i said this is quite a heavy subject and you know we just want to speak to anyone and you know if you're going through this like like Jolie said like if you want to reach out we are here for you we're praying for you but as much as I say we're praying for you I think it would be important to end in prayer because this is really important and we want to encourage you to give it to God because he is the king and ruler of all um and he loves you and he cares for you and he's praying for you um see I'm just gonna pray and then I'll finish um yeah father god I thank you so much for this time um spent today lord jesus I pray for whoever's listening to this whoever needs to hear this lord jesus that you would just meet them where they're at lord that you would just fill them um with your holy spirit and your love and your peace and that they would know how much you love them lord I just pray that you would just that they would feel seen that they would feel heard lord jesus that they would feel loved and I just pray that chains would just break now, Father God. I pray that they would release whatever it is they're holding and give it into your hands, Father God, and that they would just feel that freedom and that peace. Father, I just thank you that you give good gifts. Um, And so I just really pray that um, your brothers and sisters that our brothers and sisters in Christ, that your children would just receive these good gifts, Father God. And I just pray that you would bless them with an amazing day, with an amazing week, um, and that you would just um, surround them with people that love them, that they would be surrounded with people that they can be accountable to um, and hold them in this time. And whatever battles and challenges they face, that they would know that they're not alone. Mm. Um, Yeah, thank you, Father. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. And Lord, I just want to lift up anybody who's struggling with any addiction, any um, sort of habit, Lord Jesus, habitual um, eating, um, Lord Jesus, anything that they're struggling Lord, with, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that you break the chains, Lord Jesus, of anything that anybody's struggling with that's taking control and having a hold on their life, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that you'd um, set them free, Lord Jesus, and that they'd feel an overwhelming sense of peace and Mm. joy and freedom in your name. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, that when we give everything over to you, that's the best thing we can do, Lord Jesus, um, and give it over and surrender to you, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that anyone who feels like they're going through this alone, Lord Jesus, anyone who's struggling in silence lord jesus i just pray lord that they'd be feel seen right now by you in your name jesus and that they would feel um brave lord jesus and that they'd feel have the courage lord jesus to tell somebody about it lord jesus whether it's someone that um is in their family whether it's a friend whether it's a 
somebody from church Lord Jesus I just pray Lord that you'd give somebody the courage Lord Jesus to be open about their struggles whatever it is Lord Jesus um, and that um, they begin the road to freedom Lord Jesus mm. and we know it's step by step we know it's day by day but as long as we take your hand and we're following you Lord Jesus you will free us Lord Jesus um, but yeah Lord I just pray Lord that you to continue to do um, a mighty work um, in people Lord Jesus thank you Lord that your your works will happen Lord Jesus your works come to fruition when we um Lord, regardless of what we do, regardless of what we say. Um, but Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you be with whoever's hearing this this week, Lord Jesus, this month, this year, Lord Jesus, that they would have testimonies after testimonies of your goodness, Lord yeah. Jesus. Um, and that more people will hear about you, Lord Jesus, and continue to bless this, Lord Jesus, what Georgia is doing as she, um, as she tries to reach the many, Lord Jesus, who need to hear you lord jesus thank you in your mighty name amen amen well i feel like that's a wrap <laughs> i hope you guys have an amazing week and i will see you next week for another episode of tnt with your girl g bye thank you